from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of The Screeners. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. And we're back to talk all things media. We have a very good show in store for you. We're going to be reviewing Independence Day Resurgence and doing a top three of our favorite alien invasion films. It's going to be very exciting. Lots to discuss. We are down a couple of screeners tonight. No matter how much we begged and pleaded, we just simply couldn't force Melody and or Josh to see this movie. But we showed them, guys, because they really missed out. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand why they want to miss out on this you know, wonderful art know. house. I don't know. Film. It's, it's just. Very, it's, it's it's incredible. It's sad. It's sad. But mm, we took is. up the slack. We take our duties as screeners very seriously, and so we uh, braved the theater and saw Independence Day Resurgence. And we'll very shortly get into that review. But I do want to remind you that if you get a chance, head on over to our Facebook, leave us a like, uh, give us a comment, anything that you want to do. We're sharing stories. We want to engage with you and talk about the things that you want to talk about. Follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. And if you'd like us to respond to an email, just send us an email, screenerscast at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to reply. So with that, uh, well, I guess I should say this. Chris is actually uh, out in the woods in a cabin somewhere, and that's actually a true story. And so that's why his phone sounds a little bit off, although it's uh, it's better than mine was last week for sure. But uh, (laughs) we're going to give it the old college try. So thanks again, guys, for listening this week. And with that, we'll jump in to our main event. Welcome to the main event. Guys, I've got to say this week I am really excited to be able to talk about Independence Day Resurgence. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Still going to take a father into the anniversary. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. On this day in 1996, the world escaped the clutches of extinction. Your father was the bravest man I've ever seen. We all lost someone we love. But in their sacrifice, we found the technology to build a stronger and safer Earth. Because our survival is only possible when we stand together. Make them pay. Not going up there to make friends. We've got to remind them Earth is not for the taking. I had years to get us ready. We never had a chance. We didn't last time either. We convinced an entire generation that this is a battle that we could win. We sacrifice for each other no matter what the cost. And that's worth fighting for. It's the 4th of July. So let's show them some fireworks. The IMDb description is as follows. Two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. But will mankind's new space defenses be enough? All right. So I got to say, Independence Day, when it came out in 1996, was a complete mind-blowing experience. Um, I loved Roland Emmerich's first film that I had seen. I don't know if it was his first film, but I know the first movie I'd ever seen that he did, which was Stargate. And I I had a blast with Stargate. I loved that movie, and I couldn't wait to see what he did with uh, with aliens on this budget and on this scale. They were doing, like, fake news broadcasts, and I recorded, like, everything I could get. I was in. I was in it. I was so excited, and I loved the first movie. It was silly, obviously. I know it is, but I just I had a great time. So I was excited to get back into this world and see what had happened over the last couple of decades. And I'm sure you guys were too. So I can't wait to hear what you thought of Independence Day. And I'd like to know if you have any, you know, warm feelings about the first film as well. So let's start with Chad. Chad, what did you think about Independence Day? Well, I'll answer your first question, Chris, about my if I had any thoughts about the original 1996 version. Yes. And unlike you, Christopher, and especially you, Daniel, in 1996, I was in college. And so the movie-going experience in college, that was pretty much what you did. And so this, it's, it's hard to remember 
even for me thinking about it because it's been so many years. But this movie in 1996 was one of the first times that we had seen like destruction on a global scale, like see, yeah. seeing the White House blown up and and effects from a visual effects standpoint. We had just kind of reached that that moment in film history where it was just like mind blowing to see these things, and it had Will Smith. And so I, I'm going to be honest and say I haven't revisited the original Independence Day in a long time. If I went back to it, I'm sure it probably doesn't hold up as well as it does in my memory, but I remember really loving it and just thinking, wow, what a great time at the movies and this is this is just amazing and amazing, more amazing than I could have, you know, anticipated. So, fast forward now to 2016, does it mm. does does Resurgence have the same magic? Did it capture me in the same way? Well, it captured me but not in the same way. So here, here's the thing about this movie. I, there's a part of my heart that wants to just hate it in such a black, evil hatred, like in the depth of my soul. <laughs> wow. Because it literally... What part guys, of that I is mean, you? Seriously, it's down there. And these kind of movies bring it out in me. Because here's the thing. This is quite possibly the dumbest movie I've ever seen. I mean, it's quite possibly, it's almost a non-movie. It's like you could break this thing up into segments and and show it in film school as this is what not to do in a scene. This is how not to develop character. This is how not to edit action. This, I mean, it's just really dumb. But here's the thing. I don't care enough about this. It's so bad that I don't care. It's like a weight has been lifted off of my heart. Like when we watched Batman versus Superman, I loved those characters so much and I hated that movie so much that it like hurt. But this movie is so dumb and so forgettable and so just utterly ridiculous in not a good way. Let me say that because I know I'm, I can already hear you and Daniel both. <laughs> going, but it's just supposed to be summer fun, dumb action, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yes, there's an element that is true, but there's a line, and this movie crosses it. There's like 10,000 characters too many. Every little plot contrivance in the book is in there. I mean, when we if we do spoilers on this movie, I've got like a list of like, this is the dumbest thing. If you were making a parody of this scene, this is what you would do, and then they do it for real. But anyway, all that to say, it's terrible, guys. It's really freaking terrible. It's not exciting. It's patently ridiculous. I To say that I hated it would like require some sort of emotional response from me and i d couldn't even get it. it was so boring <laughs> you were numb no yeah i mean it was so like i wasn't even uh. excited or interested it wasn't it was so boring and so bad that i just wow, kind man. of had to give up i don't know what to say it was just like my my and I, then I saw at the end, too, by the way, that there are five credited screenwriters on this and four story-by credits on here. And so that explains a lot. But anyway, I, I couldn't even get enough an emotional response to even really hate it. So that's how I feel. I'm sorry. I really like the first one, but man alive, when they ended this one, like, well, we're in spo Never mind. When we go to spoilers, I'll talk about how they ended it. So that's it. I, d I just don't care. It's terrible. It's beyond wow. terrible, but I don't care. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, okay. Daniel... You're a huge fan of San Andreas for what yes. it is. For yes. what it is. Hey, and let me say, San Andreas is a masterpiece compared to this movie. <laughs> like a freaking okay. masterpiece. All right, I'm out. All right. Back to that. I'll come back to that. All right. So you're a fan of, and we, I think we talked about this on Slack or uh, somewhere, how you're a fan of disaster films. And this certainly fits directly into that genre of yes. film. So how was Resurgence for you? Well, you're completely right. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for disaster movies, as we've well established on this podcast with my love of... Okay, let me rephrase that. With my... No, no, you, you said it. You said it. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> with my feelings towards San Andreas. Uh, so, and, and honestly, as I, as I got to thinking about it, it may be... Uh, because of Independence Day, that I like disaster movies so much. I think that's the the origination of that love for me. Because um, yeah. Chad was in college uh, when Independence Day came out. I was four. Um, uh, oh my gosh! Grr, grumble, grumble. So I've grown up li quite literally watching uh, Independence Day. I remember just watching it all the time when I was a kid, and uh, and watched it you know a good amount since and rewatched it in preparation for this one and man it holds up that is a that is a solid movie it's not super deep it or anything, but it's just yeah. fun like it's a really um enjoyable um somewhat thrilling movie 
especially the first 30 minutes of Independence Day. It is so like fast. The, the beats are just so quick and just yeah. so like it gets you in it. I mean, you are just yeah. full speed, full tilt. I love the first 30 minutes of the first Independence Day. It's really, it's really great. And so just like that, uh, my feelings towards Independence Day resurgence are very similar. I definitely did not love this movie. Let me get that out of the way, okay? Um, I It's... It's, it's I no San Andreas for you. It's no San Andreas. I okay. can't argue uh, a lot of the points, and I won't even try to argue against the, the many points Chad has. Because they're completely... not arguable. They're not. They're not, and I won't deny that for a second. Um, this movie is stupid. Uh, the plot points are, are just uh, very contrived, and the characters are silly. But there's something, uh, and it, it's honestly very hard for me to put my finger on, but there's something about this that's just fun. Um, maybe you guys can diagnose that uh, a little bit better than I can. But, man, the, the, the visuals are fantastic. I don't care what you say, Chad. That is something that I think can't be denied. The, the effects um, and some of these disaster shots are just really well done. So that makes it, uh, you know, fairly enjoyable. Something about watching the Earth come crashing down. Maybe it's uh, the, the election year or something. I don't know. But the Earth being destroyed <laughs> just seems okay. So, um <laughs> <laughs> so wow you've uh, resigned yourself to full world destruction I just based give on up. current events i just give up <laughs> but anyway so so the characters are okay they're passable they're dumb you know but they they the work the younger characters that they introduce work okay um the old characters the way they use them are 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 fine with the exception of judd hirsch's character which is just really annoying and grating i i, I wish he wasn't in this movie at all uh, but other than that it was stupid and pointless but man i don't know i just enjoyed it i enjoyed it enough i liked it okay, i long yeah. for the days yeah. when my heart was pure like daniel okay let me love chad let me love so is that it or did you want to add that's anything it else, that's daniel? it what did you think chris okay so here's the deal like i said before i have a huge affinity for the first independence day big fan and i was excited about this movie and but i wasn't to the point where i was like i can't wait to see resurgence is gonna be the best i am so excited the trailer was yeah it just you know i I just didn't think it was actually going to be all that great and i wasn't going to really enjoy it all that much let me just say let me tell you a little bit of how i saw this movie i went to my favorite theater that i've talked about several times in the podcast before cinebistro and as i walked in the folks that were there said oh our vip is here and I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you're the only person that's seeing this movie tonight. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And like literally, it was the only movie showing at that time. Uh, and I was the only person in the entire theater the entire time. Uh, and so like I saw this movie and afterwards they were all lined up afterwards and like applauded me leave. Like all the, like they were like, it was the most like They were like, awkward. you survived the experience. Yeah, it was so funny. So anyway, so I saw this movie with no, not a soul in, in in my theater i was sitting down all alone eating my dinner uh, in, enjoying the, the the time all by myself so it was like a private screening it was very very surreal and this big blockbuster action film that you kind of want to see with a movie audience i kind of missed that so i was a little bummed that i didn't actually see this it wasn't a social thing but here's here's what i'll say as the movie started i was like oh, i don't know if i'm gonna really be into this there was you know a, a little bit of a uh, kind of a brief explanation on how things happened and we're seeing things on the moon. But the moment that I saw Jeff Goldblum start his Jurassic Park and Independence Day character that he does so well, that quirky, nerdy, smart guy, I just, I fell in love with him and I was like, oh, yes, I love this character that Jeff Goldblum does. I love this world that was created in the first one. And I just liked seeing these characters again, the president from the first movie, Jeff Goldblum, uh, you know, some of the, even the father, I know you said you didn't like the father, but especially for me, the, the, the moment I, this it went from like kind of enjoyable to like, yeah, I'm all in. I really enjoy this movie. I want to see it again is when Brent Spiner as the doctor, the, the crazy uh, scientist, started doing his quirky stuff. And here's what I'll say about this movie is that no, of course it's not a masterpiece. And I'm done being an apologist about all this stuff where like, I enjoy the thrill ride movies. This is a thrill ride film. It is a, it is, it is what it is. It's not trying to aspire. 
it's it's no no are you kidding me there's some amazing moments in this movie some amazing incredible things you've never seen in <laughs> any other film bad i agree no 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 i don't think they're bad at all i think they're great and silly and 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 and, and that's fine it's okay to, to have that um at the at the theater and and know what you're getting into i, I don't I don't think anybody was expecting this to rise above. I think this is the the, the movie that Pacific Rim should have been, and uh, this is that kind of like yeah, like we're fighting aliens, we're 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 back in this world, and it's setting up. A, well, should I even say this? I guess maybe not. Um, there, it's it's more than even what's in this movie, uh, and and they they've thought of a a world outside of of where we're at, and so I just. I liked it. I liked the characters more than anything. I mean, I know you said you hated the characters, Chad, but for me, I liked it. I I, I, I like these people, and I like the way that Roland Emmerich directs it. He's not really the. So this is the thing: the plot really isn't what you're going for. It's the spectacle. It's the uh, the characters trying to do uh, what they need to do in order to survive and to obviously ultimately defeat the uh, the alien foe. And so I. I I had a blast. I think it's exactly what you want when you walk into an Independence Day movie. They deliver. Uh, it doesn't rise above, but it definitely, I don't think, is is a, a horrible mess. Um, oh, my and, God. Uh, so it's I enjoyed totally it. It's totally a horrible mess. It's no, like no, it's not. literally a horrible mess. We need to, we need, again, I don't even, I don't even want to argue about this movie because I don't well, care. Then don't. Don't. I don't care. Well, then don't. But the things then don't. that you're saying are things that you have said for a movie like San Andreas, which is so much better than this movie in every conceivable way. I'm not, here, here's this, the deal. Like, I'm not, movie, I'm not comparing this to San Andreas. This I'm movie not saying, is not even a movie. It's like literally just set up for another sequel, number one, but then self-contained within it from scene to scene. It is so overstuffed with just the dumbest things. It's not funny. It's not exciting. I just don't get it. I don't... I honestly don't get how you could even squeeze enjoyment out of this, except for the fact that you were just pumped because you got a standing ovation when you were walked into the theater. <laughs> that has to be. I was, I was walking out, walking out of the theater. <laughs> either way, either way, I just can't. We without going into specifics. I mean, just a few things like the first of all, the silly office guy character who was like the I'm the office man out of yeah. my league. He was the stupid. The accountant. Thing ever? Yes. Okay. The warlord character, cool character, but what the heck? What's going on with that? I mean, it's totally dumb. He's just walking around with his swords all the time. Just the dumb – the guys on the boat that – Well, I thought that oh, was dumb too. Hang gosh, on, Chad. I thought that was so dumb too, dumb. though. But it does actually pay off later in right, the film, but though. It, I mean, it, come on. I, I didn't say it didn't pay off. I'm just saying it's completely dumb and superfluous. There's so many things. You, 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 you could cut what? out – no, seriously. You could cut out – 35 minutes out of this movie and okay. never know that it was there and it would be maybe a little just better. as good <laughs> maybe a little be just better. as good I because know, i don't care about any of that all i care about is it was fun watching them yeah. be Here's, aliens it, man it, it yeah wasn't, man but it wasn't Absolutely. it really wasn't it wasn't exciting you can't tell me the action was so hard to follow as far now the ending thing with what happens with the creature there you could tell what was going on in that scenario although i do want to talk about the bus and how that anyway but outside of that like all the you know all the dog fights and all the stuff that happened in space the cutting the way that was cut the way you saw that you couldn't understand any of that visually what was going on i just don't see how you guys were excited about it but I don't, I don't, I don't understand you. what you're saying there. I, yeah, I was able I to follow everything. I yeah, I, I don't, I don't, oh, man. don't have a problem. Oh man, no problem at all. Oh man, well, whatever. I, I can't, I won't, I won't argue anything you said about characters, about anything like that. But uh, the action was all that mattered to me in that movie, uh, and on a on a visceral level, not an intellectual level, and uh, I followed everything. And it was well, see, here's the, here's the deal. Here, here's what I've gone back and I've realized that when I was growing up, I enjoyed movies like The Rock. I enjoyed movies like uh, Air Force One and like Independence Day and those '90s like Broken Arrow and all those movies that are like every movie stupid. you just named is far superior to this one. Okay, but all Everyone. I'm saying is is what I'm saying is, is that this movie is is that like I feel like in in today's all of us have gotten so just caught up in the movies have to be like high art and no way, they have dude. to they have to like somehow like take us to another level of enlightenment That's and leave not us. True. 
That's, but but that's exactly what you're saying. It's like, not it, true. It's not what I'm saying at all. I love – listen, I came on here and in front of God and everybody in the whole world, bowed my head to Daniel and said, I admit <laughs> to you, sir, San Andreas was great fun. You know, t- 2012 – just use Roland Emmerich for an example. He every Almost every other movie that he's been involved with is better than this one. I just – Oh, no. So no. His, what, his last several have not been better I mean, than this one. Well, that's what I have to – that's why I'm a little confused. I, I think his last few movies are, are probably equivalent to this. In what ways are they uh, – is this one worse than, say, 2012? I think the dialogue in this movie – is possibly the worst dialogue I've ever seen in a, in a tentpole movie. I mean, they every every character literally exists to tell you who they are, why they're there, and what they're going to do. Literally, it is. That's why I was saying earlier about it being like studied in film school for how not to write a scene. It it's it's a hundred percent like exposition to exposition to exposition to exposition which then i was like okay but it's dumb so at least the plot will maybe be interesting oh no it wasn't totally contrived and interesting so i was like well then maybe the action will be exciting oh no it wasn't it's just more you know it's very similar to the first movie in the way that they just all fly around they get in the enemy ships and i don't want to get into spoilers and all that stuff but it just for me it it is not because i'm looking for high art i go into every movie totally with a clean slate and i'm like just let me have it i want whatever you got there's a line for me where it gets so preposterous and so bad like i feel like the craft in this movie is bad i just do i just couldn't now i'm glad that you guys love it i really do it has like a 31 percent on rotten tomatoes so i think the world's on and and the user percentage of people that like it which is usually higher i think is only like a couple points higher well it's because nobody saw it that's why well i mean it opened with 40 million dollars which is not great but it certainly won't be number two like Chris had it on his summer movie wage. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Well, anyway, no. Here, here's here's the deal. Like, I, 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 fine, Chad. That's fine. But, but don't don't. When you say it's dumb, you kind of make it sound as though like the the, the people who like it might be dumb. No. And so like that's I, what I have a problem with. You guys are not dumb. You guys are not even close well. to dumb. You guys are some. Now you're dumb for putting this number two on your list, <laughs> but you're not dumb at all, Chris. I you're think we all had this on their, you, our list someplace. I didn't. I didn't have it anywhere. You and Daniel are two of the smartest guys I know. I don't. I am not disparaging you at all or your tastes. I just think that if me, let's if me, you, and Daniel locked ourselves in a room for like a weekend and we were like, let's write an Independence Day movie. It would be better in plot and dialogue than this thing. This thing is terrible. It's just <laughs> the movie is dumb from top to bottom. So anyway. Okay. Well, I guess we can move on to spoilers if we want to. But let's uh, – before we do, let's just kind of give our last thoughts uh, and then – Obviously, if we should see it in a theater or not, in an empty theater <laughs> or not. So, Chad, how about you? Final thoughts. Give us a final thought, and then uh, and then your recommendation. I I usually am am one that says if you like action movies, you should go see this in the theater. If you like sci-fi, you should go see it in the theater. If you like Roland Emmerich, you should go see this in the theater. Not in this case. This movie is terrible. It's terrible. I'm not mad about it. Terrible. It's not like Batman v Superman. This may be the movie that Batman v Superman is actually better than. I think I found <laughs> one. But uh, so I this movie is just no good. There's no there's no fun. There's there's nothing redeeming about it. So. If, unless you are just glutton for punishment, do not don't waste your time with this one. Wow! All right, Daniel, how about you? Uh, wholeheartedly disagree. This movie <laughs> isn't for everybody. Uh, but if you like Roland Emmerich movies, you absolutely will like this movie for sure. So, so yes, if you like that type of movie, go see it in theaters. If you don't like that type of movie, no, don't go see it. You won't like it. Uh, but yeah, that's my final word. I feel like there was enough charm in this movie, if you are a fan of the first one specifically, that you will enjoy this. Uh, Even if you're not a fan of the first one, I think that you will find enough here that is thrilling and exciting and and just a ride, a good ride to be on. And so just for that alone, being able to see Jeff Goldblum back in that particular role that I love of his and to see Brent Spiner back in a role that I love that he does for me it was worth the price of admission uh, it was good to see the follow-up film I meant to mention this but the uh, the lead gal is uh, the gal from it 
follows uh, that we loved. And I know obviously she's capable of, you know, being in a maybe even an Oscar winning performance, but I thought she did a really good job here. I think she, she brought some good charm and, and some, and some levity and fun and Liam Hensworth, I think as well is they don't do enough with him. Uh, but I felt like, uh, that there was at least in those two leading characters enough there that I enjoyed and had a good time with. So look, it, it's not a high art, but that's not what this is anyway. You're not going to see high art. So go see it in the theater and I think you'll have a good time. All right. With that, let's go ahead and hop into spoilers and discuss just for a few minutes what our, uh, our, our deeper thoughts were on the film. If there are deep yeah. thoughts on the film, yeah, this ought to be a <laughs> short segment. <laughs> the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? Well, there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur me because I'm aware what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity and in the dream I knew that he was going on ahead he's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there and all that dark and all that cold and I knew that whenever I got there he'd be there and then I woke up Okay, real quick, this isn't a spoiler, but can we talk about how much how bullcrap it is that Mae Whitman wasn't brought back right. to play the daughter? That that was kind of right. just bullcrap. She's a successful actress who just led her own film last year and wasn't brought back for this, I can assume, because she's not hot enough. Yeah, she's uh, exactly right. She's uh, who is who is that? Uh, M. How do you spell her? What is it? May Whitman played the president's daughter in the uh, original Independence Day, and she has since led a decently successful career. She's, oh, right. She's a very, you know, she's still acting. She led the Duff last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, and you know, she wasn't brought back for this. Was so she be- asked to come back? Uh, she hasn't officially commented. So, uh, you know, she could have, but a lot of people are making a big uproar. So I figured she would have come out and said, "No, no, no, I turned it down." But no, I think I, I. Well, again, there's no way to know for sure. But I was listening yeah. to a um, a radio show uh, that was online, and they were talking about this thing, and they were pretty clear that uh, that she wasn't offered the role because they wanted yeah. somebody younger and hotter. Yep, yep, makes well, sense. That, that's that's a little disappointing. I have to I have to say because I I had forgotten had forgotten that totally. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's disappointing. Yes, just add that to the list of things that are disappointing about this movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, fine. So, All right, so go ahead, Chad. Go, go ahead and give okay. us your no, grievances no, no. about not, this film. I'm not no, gonna, no, I'm not going to unload both barrels go ahead. here. Go ahead. I'm not because at some point it's like a diminishing returns kind of thing because everything is so bad it just becomes ridiculous. But I will say one of the major disappointments is I don't know the character's name. I'm sure he's a fine actor, but the guy who plays Will Smith's son is like number one has nothing to do, and number two is like the most flat, boring, uninteresting character. And he, we're supposed to care about him, right? Did you guys care at all about him? No. No, right? It's just a to- totally underwritten, very flat kind of performance. But at the top of my list is just this this whole sequence with the with the dad, with Goldblum's dad, who's like picks up these stray kids, and then he's like driving, and everybody's looking for gas, and then he's like, oh, what is this? It's a school bus, and it has a full tank of gas. Hey, kids, all you 14 little young children, get in the bus, and let's drive right into the middle of the desert. And then they drive into the middle of this freaking alien attack, and then somehow he doesn't get killed. And then they're all... That whole last sequence was so dumb. This movie has so many coincidences. Like, for example... How did Pullman, as the president, even as the former president, he just kind of walks up into the middle of a presidential speech, <laughs> just kind of like, hilarious. "Hey guys, here I am." I, I love so I love that. I, it was it so was, dumb. It was it was it was one of those moments when I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is happening right now!" Like <laughs> this is this is his moment to give a presidential speech, and people are like peeking in in that hangar. And, and, and like, then the oh, one guy from the crowd literally goes, whatever his name, he's like, President so-and-so. And then the crowd, crowd claps. <laughs> Are you freaking I, kidding me? I come love on. it. And then, come on. And then when the bus, when the bus is there back to the bus I thing, they're that. trying to pull away. I, okay. And again, like, that's, I, okay. I mean, yeah, it is. It, 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 that in, the, in and of itself is, but it is what Independence Day 
was I don't and think is, it was at so. this level. I, I remember being thrilled at Independence Day and excited you, and cheering. And man, all right. I think you remember wrong. I mean, th- like, I watched this the night before I went to see it, like 12 yeah. hours before, and they are too. remarkably similar. I mean, they, I they really are. In plot beats, they are, but I don't no, think they tone. are in performance. I don't. I don't. Will Smith is is fantastic as you a do, central character. You do miss the char- charisma of Will Smith. I totally uh, But that was his that first... That was his first real gig anyway. Yeah. Like Independence yeah. Day was his first like breakout role. It was like, oh wait, this is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I understand that they got lucky with him, and Will Smith refused to come back because he wanted to be in Suicide Squad or whatever. So I understand. I have a feeling that they greenlit this project thinking they were going to get Will, and then he backed out. And then they're like, well, what do we do? And so they, you know, half baked this thing with his son and his mom and all that kind of stuff so i definitely that that was i I agree with you the weakest the weakest bit of this for me was um the mom uh, will smith's uh wife and son that whole family thing i feel like they had they felt like they had to do it because it was such a big part of it but they should have been left out he flies back just in time to see her fall yeah she fell while saving a pregnant or a lady who just had an infant child yeah oh my gosh that's what i'm saying it's like every bad trope in the book and they were like you know what let's just put it all into one movie and see what happens that's okay you guys know it's true you know it you know it in your hearts bad tropes the movie It's we should make okay, that so let movie. me flip that this. I don't want to be. I don't want to be negative. I, I am because again, like I said, I really do mean it. That I don't hold any ill will against this movie. I don't hate it because it's so bad. I can't hate it. But sure. but why don't you guys tell me some of the things that you really that made it work for you? Like, what did you really like about this movie that made it work? Because you know, I'm not old, so old and jaded that I can't at least appreciate that. Well, for me, like yeah, I said, I, it's a li- it's a little hard to diagnose exactly what I love about it. Uh, I, I think I think it just boils down to the spectacle of it. I mean, something about uh, a, a worldwide event and the whole world sort of pulling together to defeat these these aliens. And and I don't care what you say. The visuals for me were fantastic. So yeah. Um, so that's. I think what did it for me, like I said, I'm not going to argue the fact that the character sucked or that it was, uh, had so many tropes and all that stuff, of course. But, um, it was just, uh, fun for me, uh, that whole experience. For me, I feel like the characters are one step away from understanding and knowing that they're in a blockbuster movie. Uh, and in fact, Jeff Goldblum even comments on the fact while they're flying through the debris of, uh, monuments smashing into one another. He says they love to get the monuments. Um, like I, I feel like they're just one degree away from this being full-on parody. And I think that's what I enjoy about it is is that it's it takes itself so unseriously that no one's going to write a uh, a piece about um, the loss of life in this movie like they did in uh, Man of Steel because this movie. It's not about that. It, it, it's such a light tone. It doesn't take itself seriously in any way, shape, or form. It's it, but but at the same time, it 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 does so in a cinematic, um, thrilling way, so that you can sit down and feel light and feel refreshed afterwards, and not heavy, even though you've seen millions upon millions and maybe even billions of people die. Um, which is weird. Like it, it, it's a weird, odd, but you can still enjoy the, the the thrill ride and the craziness of it all. And so that's what I think I enjoy the most about it is is that it's that one degree away from being a parody, being so stupid and so silly that you can't even like. And, and for me, you, Chad, obviously it, it it jumped over that degree for you. But for me, it's still firmly in that moment we can have a crazy kooky scientist with insane hair who wakes up from a coma 20 years later um who clearly died in the first film um but he's back just because he's a great character and has a freaking laser that he points at this thing and you know just as just crazy stuff is happening and the, the i just I, I like that i like that that fringe unserious uh, just great time to have at the movies and and that's what i enjoyed about this movie the best and and th- th- there there it is there's it's nothing more than that but it is it is one of those moments that i just sit down and like yeah this this is a love letter to what i like i like escapist type stuff i like to enjoy my time at the cinema and at the theater i don't like to feel depressed when i walk out and this is what 
I mean, this, this this gives it to me in spades. Well, I think you guys should both submit pull quotes for their uh, marketing because <laughs> they're in desperate need of it for sure. And, and that's fine. That's great. I, you know, this – okay, whatever. I was just so bored. I felt like the setup for this was so sluggish and just so slow. It took so long to get to the point. Anyway, but whatever. Um, I am glad. I'm glad that you guys like it. I I respect you and your opinion on this movie, even though it's terrible. <laughs> it pains you to even say that. I love it. Yeah. All but, right, guys. What did you think uh, about the last line of the movie, by the way, before we go, where they were like – they like the last thing they said was, hey, guys – wait for part three you know it was like literally i i literally i I put my hands up in the air and i was like yes i'm sure you did (laughs) that's oh my lord i i liked it look you know the 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 thing like did you read armada by um uh what's his name the guy who wrote ready player one Uh, his follow-up book no i have not read the follow-up no no okay well it's not a follow-up to ready player one but his follow-up book the second book he read wrote this movie follows a very similar plot line. And so I was enjoying it just purely because I, you know, had, you know, a moon base and just some crazy stuff that was so cool. But I like the way that they set that up at the very beginning, that it wasn't the, the bad aliens. And we had some other intelligent being that was also involved here. And maybe we can gleam a little bit of information from and use it to fight the, uh, the attackers. I don't know. I, I, I yeah, it was, it, it's, it's cool. I like it. I like it. Come Good on. Come on. No. Come no, on, Chad. No. no, I don't, no. It's awful. It's awful. It's All worse right. than Batman v Superman. And that, I mean, you know, for me False. to say that, I mean, that's, a, that's really meaning something. Well, I, I don't even know how to respond to it. I'm excited to see the uh, the, the, the new director's cut of this, uh, the ultimate edition of Batman versus Superman. We'll have to watch it and see if our thoughts have changed after we Because I've heard that they changed a lot in editing that helped tie up a lot of loose ends in that the only thing i was thinking when i left that two hour and 40 minute movie was like you know what this needs is another 31 (laughs) minutes (laughs) all right let's move on let's let's move into our top three what what, what do you guys say does that sound good sounds good all right here we go three two one the top three all right for this week's top three we use independence day as a jumping off point and we're covering our top three alien invasion movies or tv shows as always, we have no rules at all, except, of course, that aliens must be invading in some way, shape, or form. So, mm. uh, this one has a little bit more, a little bit more uh, substance than our, our last, couple, uh, last couple top threes. So, we'll move to Chris. Chris, what is your number three alien invasion movie? So, here, here's what, how I did with this. I enjoy so many of these movies, but I tried to think of the ones that had... Uh, an impact on me that did something different or, you know, was a, uh, something that was fun for me. And I, and I really enjoyed it. So that's this first pick, um, uh, for me growing up, um, I enjoyed science fiction and I enjoyed comedy and you guys may or may not remember this movie, but for me, I saw this movie, I don't know, probably a hundred times growing up. And it was a movie called spaced invaders. Have you guys seen this movie? What? No. I don't no? believe that I have. I mean, I know of it, but I don't believe I've ever seen it. I've never. I don't okay. even know if I've heard of it. So, Spaced Invaders. I'm looking it up right now. is a 1990s film uh, about a crew of alien creatures who are sent to invade Earth, but they are completely incompetent. And they, uh, what? Well, actually, they, so let me back so up. So they're from Independence Day Resurgence. They're they're okay. yeah, exactly they're flying past <laughs> they're flying past Earth and they hear a broadcast of War of the Worlds and so they think they're supposed to attack Earth because of that because everybody all the other aliens are attacking Earth so they turn around and they try and find their kind but they're not able to so they like like uh, basically put on human clothes and walk around it's this really quirky probably horrible movie I need to seek it out again because in my in my mind. I loved this movie growing up. Like it was such a crazy, quirky, insane, fun movie. Um, it, it was very much a kids' movie. It was very much silly and fun. Awesome. Uh, but I had a blast with it. So, Spaced Invaders uh, definitely had an impact, and uh, I need to seek it out and watch Is it that again. On, do you know if it's on Netflix or somewhere we could see it? 
I, I don't – I'll look it up while you guys are talking and I'll let you know if it's there. But um, if you look it up on IMDb, it's called Spaced. Obviously, get it because they're spaced. They're clueless oh, invaders. No. Get, uh, it, get, it, get it. Get it. Did Roland get it? Emmerich All write right. that? I think he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. It's actually no, his, first, uh, his, his first credit. That's too clever for him. Exactly. Yeah. It's not on Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be anywhere, dude, because it is, it is one of those like deep cuts. I've got to be honest. It is okay. – uh, but I'll see. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll keep looking. You guys keep talking. Okay, so Chad, it's your turn. What is your number three alien invasion movie or TV show? Yeah, I did the same thing as Chris. Uh, I wanted movies that weren't ne- necessarily like the best, but movies that impacted me, and I and I stuck with just movies. And I was surprised that this one ended up in my top three because there were so I had a hard time with this list. I had like ten that I wanted to cram into my top three. But for me, when I was thinking about it, it's a movie that when I walked out of the theater, I was so excited and so pumped up about what I had just seen. And I went back and saw it again the next day. And I think I saw it three or four times in the theater. Um, And I absolutely love it. Uh, And that's District 9, uh, which surprises me that, you know, Neil Blomkamp has since made so many terrible movies. I thought for sure when this came out as his first feature that this was a guy that was just going to take over the the film world. Uh, And that hasn't happened as much, but no matter what he does, what he has done since then or what he will do, nothing will diminish this for me, which I think is a borderline masterpiece. Just absolutely thrilling. It has a lot to say. It's about something, uh, but also visceral and exciting and just a great, great movie. So District 9 for me. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So for me, uh, my number three, well, I guess my rules, uh, I never have any real rules. I just uh, was looking at the huge list of Alien Invasion movies. Man, there are some good ones. So this was really hard to narrow down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't have super deep cuts. I just uh, have movies that really uh, stuck with me and that I that I thought I kept thinking about. And so for number three, I have Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, I really love that movie. Um, it's honestly pretty scary. Like you, you wouldn't really expect it, but it just there's a way about the movie that just feels so real. Like it's really could happen. It's definitely it's not a disaster movie like Independence Day, but it's it's a more grounded sort of alien invasion. Um, so yeah, War of the Worlds was. I need to I need to revisit that movie. It's been so long since I've seen it. I saw it on you know I just looked up to refresh my memory of alien invasion stuff, and I saw War of the Worlds there, and I was like, you know, I don't I don't remember it enough to make a judgment call on whether that should be my top three or not. But all right, I'm gonna have to go back yeah, and watch I, it because this has been so many years. I think it's a great pick. It is yeah. it's underrated. I think it is fan freaking tastic. Yeah, I'm gonna done. watch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. I probably just blind buy it, not blind it's, buy it. I've seen it. it, but I think I'm going to buy it. it and watch it again. It's great. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's great. Definitely worth it. All right, Chris, back to you. Your number two pick. So my rules, I mean, there are no rules, and because we're a media podcast, I decided to talk and put number two as one of the things that I probably spent the most time with over the last two years, and that's a little video game called Destiny. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Uh, so you know Chris. these are. <laughs> alien invasion man this is uh, top of the list we spent so much time with that and, hundreds uh, of hours that's it, true. it is it is it's a great alien invasion uh, simulator um so uh yeah I, I love destiny the video game by bungie it's a it's a good time it really is especially with friends yeah okay. Chris all right is living up to the back to talk all things media good for <laughs> that's you. right man i gotta good bring it back every once in a while nice you. yeah nice pick all right chad back to you my number two is a movie that has also been on another top three list uh, from a few weeks ago and i thought for when i first started thinking about this list i was i was clear that this was going to be my number one but then when i began to actually whittle it down my number one was something that's so near and dear to my heart but uh, for me, one of the best alien invasion movies of all time is Superman 2. Richard Donner, Superman 2. Yeah. It's Superman with the three Kryptonians invading planet Earth, and Superman is the only thing that can uh, can save Earth. It's just a wonderful movie. It's got great action. It holds up today. For me, everybody knows I have a soft spot for Superman anyway, but this is a movie I've watched a hundred times, and it, it is never uh, ceases to excite me or thrill me. So, Superman 2. Okay. Yes. All right, classic. 
Uh, for me, number two, uh, I had to go a little lighter with this one. This is a movie that I grew up watching again, and it just, I don't know, it stuck with me. I really have a soft spot in my heart for this one, and it's Men in Black. Uh, I just oh, love wow, Men in Black. Wow, that right. is, it's It was so... the music video. Come on, tell the truth. <laughs> it, no, it's Will Smith, the man. man in Black. It's Will Smith, man. You just can't. It, he's just so much fun to watch. And so um, the the back and forth between him and Tommy Lee Jones, man, that movie just, that, that movie rocks. So It was had, perfectly cast, wasn't it? Those two guys, yes. so good opposites. They were great. First one is great. I've got, you can't deny it. It's great. Yeah. The, yeah, third the third one is one, really yeah, it really is. Third one's really good, honestly. The second true. one sucks, but that's true. Third one's fine. I was I I didn't even go see the third one in the theater because I thought I didn't like the second one at all. But when we watched it, when I had rented it, man, I was really blown away by it. Yeah. Josh Brolin does a great job. It was it was great. It was a good yeah. time. Really, really well done. All right, so Chris, Chris, we're on to our number one picks here. So what is yeah. your number one alien invasion movie? Okay, so for me, you know, I was thinking about the the more artsy, made me think alien invasion films. I was trying to think of something that really had an impact on me. And at the time, this particular director was super hot and was making hit after hit after hit. And uh, I really, really like this movie. Uh, and it's a little film called Signs. What can make geometric shapes the size of a football field? What kind of machine can bend a stock of corn over without breaking it? Can't be by hand. It's too perfect. So the aliens can't read our minds? No. Some animals around the county have been acting funny. Some of them violent. It's almost like they act when they smell a predator around. Ahmad, <laughs> Nairobi, Bangalore, and Jerusalem. Same shows on every station. Every station? It is the 18th reported crop side in that country in the last 72 hours. Uh, yes. Man, yes. science is a good movie. Um, and honestly it was interesting because at the time i was in college i was taking a film course and we actually studied signs um and and kind of the themes that were in that movie about belief and faith and it, it is really it's incredible it really is a, a it's a good movie just to enjoy on on a surface level but i think if you dig even a little bit deeper it can be something uh even more meaningful and so for me signs has to be it um and uh i really like that movie quite a bit and what a cast to joaquin phoenix and mel gibson uh, you know it was just it was a good it was a good, solid film, and I, I loved it. Here's the thing, Chris: is that that movie is not a good movie. That movie is a great movie. Oh, yeah, I agree. Gosh, I agree. I love Signs. Love it. No, it's great. Yes, it's amazing. My, it, it's it's got to be my number one. And there, and trust me, when you see my runners up, and this is my, one of my more serious. The other ones are kind of just goofy ones, but that is, if I was thinking about my more serious like pick of an alien invasion movie that was really just great, like you said. It would have to be signs. No doubt it, it about really it. It would. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, that that probably if I had uh, as I forgot about that movie until like I had already made my list and then I went back and was looking at more for my honorable mentions and uh, probably if I had looked at it first I would have put that up there. I love signs. Love man. it. That is amazing. It's a as great. Soon as, movie. as soon as we decided on this last night, this that was the first movie that came to mind. It was the first one I decided on. It was my number yeah. one and it stayed there. So yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah, so, so good. good. I agree. All right, so back to you, Chad. What is your number one alien invasion movie? So my number one pick, as I said, was going to be Superman 2. But then as I began to go through the list and really think about movies that had an impact on me, I know you you guys always make fun of me for being old, which is just numbers never lie. I am old. Um, <laughs> but this was a movie I saw in the theater when I was 14. Looking back on it, I've probably seen this movie like 50 times, and it still holds up. And that movie is James Cameron's The Abyss. Hang on, gentlemen. Here's a bottomless pit, baby. Two and a half miles straight down. It was alive. It was like a, like a dance of light. It was the most 
most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't think they mean us any harm. I don't know how I know that. Whatever happens, it's up to us. That guy scares me more than anything that's down there. Well, we all see what we want to see. Coffee looks and he sees hate and fear. You have to look with better eyes than that. Talk to me, bud, please. Do you hear me? He's coming up fast. You can't leave me alone. You never backed away from anything in your life. Now fight! I absolutely adore this movie in every way. It impacted me emotionally. The spectacle, the action, the things that it had to say, the relationships, Ed Harris, uh, Mary Elizabeth, is it uh, Master Antonio? All of those, the cast, the visual effects, the visual effects were world changing in that day. And James Cameron, you know, some people he's hit or miss, but when he's on, man, he is absolutely one of the best. And for me, I can watch this movie. I could watch it right now from beginning to end. I'm going to get emotional again. I'm going to be thrilled again. It's it's just a magnificent, magnificent movie that I love very much. So it's my clear number one. Yeah, that was one of the yeah. first films. I, I, I studied when I was um, you know, growing up. I loved visual effects. And they were talking about how completely – you know, game changing those those visual effects the water, were as for yeah, Simon, the face yeah, the, the water, the water yeah. effect yeah was yeah. was one of the very first of its kind. So uh, it uh it, it's it was incredible. I mean the and scene still where does the scene up. where they you think they've drowned. Oh yeah, I mean so intense, just great, just just excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Amazing. a great movie. It really is. that's a good pick, man. That's a real, yeah. I didn't even think about that because I was yep. underwater. It didn't even come into play for me. So yeah. that's a great pick. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Excellent. So my number one uh, is just it's a fairly newer movie. It's just a few years old, and it's a little lighter. It's sort of funnier, uh, and that's Attack the Block. What is that, cuz? That's an alien, bruv. Believe it. And I landed in the wrong place, though. You get the wrong place. <laughs> Wait, well, lads. You discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. Believe. Maybe there was a party at the zoo. And a monkey shagged a fish. Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Ah, oh, lovely fireworks. Mommy, it's an invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them straight. Let's get tooled up, blood. Quite sweet, really, aren't they? Wait, is it safe? Good luck. Did you guys ever oh, see Attack the Block? Oh, man, I absolutely yeah, saw it. It's great. Yeah. Attack the Block was so freaking good. It's really small. It focuses just on one neighborhood, these aliens attacking this one borough in London. And these, uh, you know, it's just about a neighborhood coming together to defeat these aliens. And it is, it's funny, but it's it's actually pretty genuinely frightening at times. Um, the creatures in that movie are so well done because they're practically done. Um, and they're scary. Man, I love that movie a lot. And I've watched it a few times. It also brought us... It brought us John Boyega. Who yes, did. it did. Star it of did. The Force Awakens. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. a good pick. I don't. I don't know that I could have put it as high as as you did, but it was great. And I remember seeing it and thinking, "Wow, this is this is really something. Really yeah, great." And, and director Joe Cornish hasn't done anything since, so I'm 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 really waiting on him to uh, to come out with another movie because I think it was a fantastic debut. Agreed. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, we had some interaction on Facebook. Uh, Chad, you want to read some of our uh, some of the responses we got? So I shared on the screeners Facebook page uh, the top three list that we were going to do this week and ask people to chime in with their choices for their favorite alien invasion movies. And I had a, a lot of response and some healthy dialogue back and forth. Uh, Diane Glover uh, said that her favorites would probably be Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 version. And then she also said possibly the original Alien. So that's one. No, It was interesting. No Aliens made our list. Did you guys consider any of the Alien movies? Uh, well, that's I not I exactly wouldn't consider an alien them invasion. invasion. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. They did that's invade his chest, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, invading, it's invading their ship. I guess it could be uniquely, uh, you know... 
depends on your uh, qualified. That's true. That's true. If she wanted to have rules, and like we said, we don't have rules. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We, we had Dr. Jeff Salyer, who's a friend of the show, and he picked a few. He actually picked Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1956 version. He mentioned the original Independence Day for Nostalgia. He mentioned Mars Attacks. As an honorable mention, you guys seen Mars Attacks a lot. That's kind of a polarizing oh, yeah. movie. Yes, yeah, no. I don't get that one. I don't, I don't, I don't. That one doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. And he also it's mentioned t- the or- it's Tim Burton is quirkiest. So, that's yeah. true. No, that's true. He also mentioned the original Predator, which is a great pick, I think. Can you believe it or not? I have never seen Predator. None of them. What? Yeah. I, wow. I, you definitely should revisit the original Predator. It's 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 really pretty pretty good. The the original Predator is the only one that you need to to even focus on. No doubt. The, the first okay. one is is so unique, and I don't think there's been another movie. Well, there's been movies like it. They they tried to make it, but it's never lived up to the first one. The first yeah. one's really great. It is. Then we had I a couple. We had a couple more. Anthony Currington, who's from New Zealand, he put Coneheads with a smiley face, which I freaking love. Yes. Coneheads, hilarious. Uh, I did too. Yeah, yeah. You put Coneheads as an honorable mention? No, 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 oh, you no. Loved no. It. I, you I, loved I, it. I should have. I, I, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, we come from France. And then, uh, yes. oh, man, that was so good. Yeah, Matt Davis put Independence Day, the original Independence Day. So a lot of love for Independence Day. And then the last one is Kevin Welch who's also a longtime listener, he didn't put his favorites. He put his least favorites, and he mentioned Howard the Duck, which I take exception <laughs> with him on that. Howard the Duck's actually pretty good. Uh, it's not really good, but I liked it. Uh, Suburban Commando, have you guys seen that? Have you been, Suburban no. Commando? No, yeah, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, well, then he better step off the Hulkster. And then uh, his last one was obviously – an all-time groaner, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so some good interaction here, Chris. Oh, yeah, that was I, awful. I think you had a couple people uh, or somebody on your Facebook page too, right? Yeah, uh, Corey Wumert uh, just uh, replied to he, – he said Signs was uh, one of his favorites. Yeah. And the next one might be a spoiler. So if you don't want to know, just turn it down for a second and then turn it back up in three seconds. But he said 10 Cloverfield Lane as well. Uh, uh, so one not, of his favorite not a spoiler. alien not a spoiler. invasion films. Well, that is kind of a spoiler. That might be a spoiler. Kind of a spoiler. Yeah. We're not going to start this it's again. Kind of a spoiler. It's kind of a spoiler. No. <laughs> it's definitely a spoiler. I mean, you don't know what's going on. It's not. Time. Now, to be about, fair, I totally forgot about Cloverfield. I can't believe that wasn't. I guess that would be an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The original Cloverfield. Now, it's not. It's not a spoiler on the level as your picking of number one last week for How I Met Your Mother. It's not that level of spoiler. <laughs> but it's a spoiler nonetheless. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> It's a spoiler for our. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, just the other, well, just today actually, um, and they said that they had been listening to the podcast while they were traveling here to uh, to the cabin that we're at. We're we're at a cabin with uh, a bunch of folks who are uh, getting ready for a summer camp, and they were talking about all the past episodes that we had recorded, and they just listened to the last one where you had talked about. How I Met Your Mother, and they said, I have lost all respect. All respect. It's gone. Come on. It's gone, Daniel. All respect. I hope it was worth it. I I hope it was worth it. I could talk for a long time. I laughed so hard. I laughed (laughs) so hard. They're like, you know, I. I okay. kind of like Daniel, and I thought he was really good. But I've lost everything that you said. Now is kind true. of up in the air and questionable because of that trick. <laughs> well, to be fair, Chris, everybody's going to lose respect for you after they listen to this yeah. episode. <laughs> Whatever. So let's just Whatever. be real about that. No one had any respect for me anyway, so who cares? <laughs> let's just all go right, all so the way. At some point on this podcast, I have to spend ten to fifteen minutes explaining my love oh, for Howard Brother. I can't handle because it. it is a it is a, a genius show about love and loss and adulthood disguising itself as a stupid sitcom here's and here's what we're gonna do mm. we're, we're, we're gonna leave and you can record by yourself at the <laughs> end of tonight's plan. episode i support that and, plan chris and then and then whoever wants to listen to you drone on about that nonsense can stay on i totally listen. support that all right so we'll do some honorable mentions really quick yeah let's do it yeah chris let us know your honorable mentions so avengers uh would be yeah. at the top of that list yeah uh independence day of course uh, but then Star Trek First Contact, uh, I was oh, one. I was, one. I was seriously going to do that, but then you know what? I've put Star Trek, I think, in all of the uh, ones that we've done recently. So I just thought, you know what? I'm just gonna not do the Star Trek thing. But if I if I was actually making a serious top three list, it'd probably be Independence Day, Star Trek First Contact, uh, and Signs. Those would probably be my top three Alien Invasion films. That's good. 
All right, Chad, how about you? Well, I had three, but you guys have listed two of them. One was uh, Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds, which, I, like I said, I think is a wonderful movie that not a lot of people appreciate for uh, the craftsmanship that's in there. It's great. Uh, the other was Signs, which I had on my list. And then my, the third one was another Spielberg movie that I loved from as a little kid and all the way through, and that's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Love that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, great picks, great picks. Yeah, I have uh, signs on there. Uh, I would have put Cloverfield if I had remembered, and then um, Edge of Tomorrow from a couple yeah. years ago. Fantastic movie, really surprising. Um, Spoiler. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you don't know yeah. what's happening to that entire film. You just if somebody didn't know, you just spoiled. Chris, the end we've for learned him. Daniel does not respect the spoiler. Okay, apparently not. You, okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and then last is Galaxy Quest. Uh, fantastic! Oh, oh, great movie! What a great movie! That is, is a great movie. Good oh man! Pick. It, yeah, that is a great pick. Oh man, I love that film. That's so fun. Yeah. You're listening to the Screeners podcast. So if you want to chime in on our top three, as always, you can join the conversation on Facebook. Let us know what your top three picks are. Let us know what you disagreed about our list. If you hated Chad's list, like the rest of us usually do, you can uh, let us know. <laughs> so in addition to Facebook, you can join in the conversation by following us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. You can send us an email, ScreenersCast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. We always want to know what you guys want to hear, what you guys want us to talk about. So as always, we've been The Screeners. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what The Screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.